0: Welcome to the Transformation Talks Podcast, in-depth conversations on transformation with Rajiv Dingra, founder and CEO of RDNX Network. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Transformation Talks podcast. Today we have an exciting, exciting new edition and a new guest for you. We heard your feedback uh, from all our listeners. We're now starting to talk to digital practitioners who are deep into digital marketing and can give you insights on the major transformation happening in the marketing ecosystem as we speak across audience, data, uh, identity and whatnot. So today we have a very, very special guest. Uh, Preetam Jena. Preetam is the digital and CRM lead at Trekkit Nutrition. He is a data-driven marketer with over 12 years' experience working in leadership roles, driving business growth across digital e-commerce, technology, and data analytics for blue-chip clients in FMCG, consumer durables, telecom, and travel. He has been credited with building up fresh digital ecosystems, managing huge performance marketing setups, Launching and managing multiple apps with multi million downloads while excelling in regional matrixed organizations. He's recognized as a thought leader in the industry, having been the keynote speaker in several interna- international marketing forums. Uh, we are, you know, it's a pleasure to have Preetam on the call. Welcome, Preetam. Thanks a lot,
1: Rajiv. It was a pleasure, absolute pleasure to be here with talking to you.
0: Yes, Uh, uh, Preetam, thank you so much to be on the Transformation Talks podcast. Let's start off with this word called marketing transformation. Marketing transformation in what we are today as a privacy first world. What changes as marketer, as you are a marketer yourself, what changes do marketers need to make to adapt to this uh, ever uh, increasing privacy first world?
1: See, privacy has become a buzzword right now, and and rightly so, because everybody uh, since the last decade or so, when when everything came on online and more of these marketers started thinking about digital, uh, the they 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 usually forgot about this entire intrusive nature of marketing altogether, right? So you put on a TV, and the user or the consumer doesn't even if he doesn't want to see your ad has to see your ad and same with the newspaper same with any other channel that is there so the involvement didn't happen as soon as people started uh, to invest in the marketing forum on the digital side now this Having done that for a ten, almost like a decade or so, GDPR woke up, things like GDPR came into being and which is where marketers started to evolve themselves more and more and data privacy became a thing. Even today you h- receive hundreds of SMSs right now, promotional SMS and you don't know what to do about that. That is purely because marketers I in some marketers do not believe in data privacy at all, but this is something that is going to be here to stay. If you are not going to be somebody who who actually uh, respects the privacy of your consumer, you are not going to succeed at all. So GDPR or any other PR regulations that are there are here to stay and we need to make up for that. What we need to ensure as a marketer is to guide the users or the consumers on why is it required, and what benefit it actually drives for them. We need to tell them beforehand. While it gives us so many, so many more information about the customers and all these things, the customer does not understand. He is giving you his data, his or her data. We need to ensure that we are driving him the benefit of all of these things. That is the most important aspect. Moreover, what has changed in the last couple of years is, user flow everybody understands now they will be looking at a cookie uh, consent window first up pop-up will come through first up so it has already been imbibed in the user interface right now in the minds of the users so a most important factor give them the benefit of just right away tell them what is the benefit of data consent that they are trying to give you and second Try to make it more intrinsic with the user flow on your website or on your app or wherever you are collecting the data points. All of these sets are important as a uh, must do, a mandate element going forward. Do not ever breach the privacy of your customers. If you do that, you are losing out on him, definitely for sure.
0: And, and in general, how has your workflow changed, you know, uh, in a privacy-first world? What are you doing different? Uh, what tools, what technologies, uh, what, uh, what are you telling your uh, uh, agencies? Uh, how are you uh, making sure that as a marketing organization, you are compliant with a privacy-first world?
1: Now, the, there is an entire ecosystem that is built in order to get, first get the data consent. Next, uh, attribute all of these data onto a system, onto a central engine room. And whatever data that is being collected, all of that gets added up to that central ecosystem. Now, this ecosystem is what we call a MarTech setup or a MarTech stack, or even you can add up the ad technology part of it, right? So starting from uh, what is the user experience that you are trying to give, you can put on an optimizer over there you can put uh, multiple different things on the web platforms that are there how you are collecting that data is where your cdp your dmp and all these things come into picture wherein you are collecting data from your assets in both in pii form and non-pii form and all of these data when you are using this data in a pure form of how you are deploying whatever data that you have set how you are segmenting it how you are activating it using maybe a dsp maybe any other platform that you have set up any ssp if you are a publisher side uh, uh, user and finally, what is the ad tech ecosystem that you have built in, in, in pure terms of ad serving ad uh, uh, your entire brand safety guidelines that you are trying to build and all of these aspects and all of them come back together into the CDP or the DMP that you're trying to build as a database, uh, as a central engine room of all data that you're going to collect.
0: Interesting, you know. Uh, there's CDP, there's DMP, there's CXM on the ad tech side. There is uh, a, a DSP. Uh, some may say even DMP is on the ad tech side. Too many platforms on uh, customer data management of one way or another. You know, one kind of data to or another. First party, third party. You know, there are different views of uh, where the cookieless world is growing. Uh, I mean, and and this creates, I mean, today there are over 8,000 MarTech and AdTech platforms out there globally. What is the best way for marketers to evaluate what works on them? How do you, do you have a framework? How do you evaluate how many platforms uh, is needed across your MarTech, AdTech value chain? And how do you make sure that these platforms uh, talk to each other and also constantly evolve? Uh, it must be a difficult decision. How? How? What is your evaluation process? That would be lovely for our listeners to know.
1: Actually, the, you have nailed it, uh, Rajiv, on this one because this is one question that is that I that I get asked a lot by everybody by across even in my board itself right so my uh, md my gm and everybody would be asking about this question do we need to invest at all so that's the first question always do we need to invest and how much do we need to invest and can we justify this investment so the framework that i work around is basically the first question that i'm asking myself is uh, what do I want to achieve out of it right so before you set up this entire thing about CDP DMP ad tech, all these things technology and all these things first thing I need to understand is what do I need to achieve out of this thing do you want to achieve media efficiency do you want to achieve uh, personalized customer experience something out of this world do you want to collect data from your data uh, customer database build a database and talk to them regularly keep them engaged or are you talking about an e-commerce setup which will talk to uh, which which will become like a,
0: a, a revenue driver for you? Yeah, in one so, sense, like Pritam, wouldn't you want all of these things? Uh, isn't isn't there? W- it wouldn't be a this versus that choice, right? Exactly. So what I'm trying to
1: say over here is, once you have ascertained what is your need out of these five or six or seven uh, different objectives all of these needs actually lead out to a certain different ecosystem altogether so now each of the ecosystem that you are trying to build within your martech, ad tech setup is personalized based on what is your end goal okay now these end goals so in uh, I, i'm pretty sure you will have uh, uh, a lot of your listeners who uh, who who can understand the entire uh, cricketing terminology it's like A player who is a batting all-rounder, his main job is to bat and he can always do some amount of bowling somewhere, right? So and similarly for a bowling all-rounder. So if your ecosystem demands that I am an e-commerce player, so for me, most important aspect is acquisition. And second is engagement. So your ecosystem will be built like that. You have a batting all-rounder, which is okay, Acquisition is my primary goal. So I'll be putting lots of efforts on building my tech, building my uh, inherent source of the first customer that that is there. And how do I build on this customer base using lookalike model, which a DMP will come into picture. If for example,
0: so Preetam, what I hear you say is that You know, for a specific use case, you will go with a specific MarTech and AdTech stack and adopt that. But wouldn't this create a plethora of MarTech and AdTech stacks uh, across our matrixed organizations, which you have been part of? Uh, Doesn't that create more complication rather than the simplification that you are looking for?
1: Uh, Okay, so I think I I was not able to clarify properly. So while you have all these one, it's not like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. It's like 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D. So basically, all of them are part of the overall ecosystem we are trying to build. And this ecosystem might change depending on, so say, for example, how much, percentage of my efforts or time or money needs to go into a certain thing uh, versus the other thing because my budgets are limited, right? So I have so much money and so much budget that I've already allocated to myself. Now this budget, 10% of this can go into acquisition, 10% of this can go into engagement and 10% into other things depending on what is what is that I'm trying to achieve, what, what is that I'm uh, prioritizing over the other. So either I spend 10% across or I spend 15% on acquisition, 8% on engagement and similarly so on and forth. So basically you're trying to plug in different platforms and, eco, and you're building this ecosystem around uh, what your overall overarching budgets that you have set aside for that. So, yeah, so, so all of this is uh, stitched together, but in within the stitchment, the priority changes, the priority of the, the distribution of uh, budgets, distribution of asset allocation, distribution of time allocation changes within the ecosystem.
0: That's, that's, that's very interesting. So uh, if you can give an example uh, for the benefit of everybody who's listening, uh, if you were doing all of these four use cases that you mentioned, what are the different platforms that you would stitch together? And it, this could be very, very top level view. You know, you could say X plus this plus this plus this would give you, you know, uh, uh, in a larger sense, cover all these bases.
1: So let me give you like two examples, two very glaring example of two different uh, industries altogether. Sure. So one industry is the baby nutrition industry. Okay, I, right. I'll talk my right, uh, the setup that I am in right now. So okay. baby nutrition as a category is uh, so there is there is something called uh, who code wherein mm. uh, there is a blackout period you cannot uh, uh, sell your products directly communicate your product uh, directly to mothers who have a baby under one years because okay. the who say uh, who says that um, uh, best milk is the best form of milk and no other thing can uh, replace that so that's Understood. a uh, yeah so what happens is uh, For them, it's most important aspect uh, for for a nutrition, baby nutrition client is, they have to build an engagement first platform, okay? When I say an engagement first platform, they need to build a customer database, uh, which can be a customer or which can be a target audience as well. So basically, whosoever is a mom or a pregnant mother, we need to first acquire them, build a, Database wherein all of this PII data that we are collecting gets dumped into Once it is dumped into this setup All you have all the different assets that you have you have a website you have apps you have social media and all of these things The users are traversing all these places as well, right? So need Mm -hmm. to collect non PII data from there because you have collected the name, all of the name, phone number, email IDs and all of these things, but that does not reflect onto the website, right? Website has a cookie identity. Hmm. So there is a different set of data is getting added from your own assets. Okay, that data inflows into the central uh, uh, data engine room which I called our CDP earlier, right? So now this, once this data sets in, you have the e-commerce part as well, okay? Now that, okay, you have put, uh, sorry, before I go into e-commerce, I I keep talking about engagement here. Now, because you are creating this engagement first medium, you need to keep, you need to create an ecosystem wherein you keep on talking to them in a cadence which has been approved by a market research, right? So for me, it's like I need to hit every mom at least four or five times a year at different stages okay because at different when the baby is three months old or six months old or during pregnancy or during delivery mom's needs are different okay so right. my conversation has to be totally different in each of these stages right? right so which is where there needs to be a good delivery platform in and using all of these things for example how can i reach them sms email phone number uh, calls uh, push notification uh, as a facebook advertisement uh, any other form whatever forms are there all of this needs to take in the unified entity of that mother right, right. so right. that's another set of uh, uh, that's that's another cog that you need to make for the wheel right so the, which which you can use an sfa marketing cloud from salesforce a marketing cloud from uh, oracle adobe all of these guys and get a deployment system in, in terms of EDM, SMS and everything. Then you add up another line to it because we collected PII data before. We don't have, we are collecting non-PII data from other sources. There needs to be a system which merges both of them together so that we have one single unified entity of the mothers that we are collecting. right? So this is where a uh, uh, live ramp comes into picture so uh, maybe a live ramp uh, maybe an iota all of these guys come into picture who will unify uh, a non pii data with a PII data source so that we get one single source then comes another part when when we have dsps uh, come uh, come into being okay which is where you have your data now that data needs to be activated in in the form of uh Multi-platform activity activations in the form of R&F in, 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 in the form of CPC campaigns and multi other campaigns that are there So you are trying to build the ad tech universe also But then that's an afterthought because the primary goal in the nutrition business is to engage with the mother more and more If I cut to a situation wherein I am a seller uh, For example, I'm selling e-commerce. I'm an e-commerce platform Okay, right. Same industry. Uh, I'll talk about baby e-commerce platforms. Now for them, interaction is not so much more of importance, but for them, the most important aspect is how do we convert more? How do we convert more and more people who are coming onto the website and getting them hooked to a purchase cycle? Right? So for example, our com comes into picture. What they need to build here is their customer data platform will be more evolved in terms of an ad tech universe okay what it will do essentially is collect all of these data points start creating maybe you put in a DMP in place where, because you need to expand the mother base right expand the user base the customer base yeah. that you want to look upon. So you build lookalikes on that. So you, on a DMP, where wherein there is no data uh, identifier of the mother, but then what it will enable you to is expand your target base to 2X, 3X, 5X, depending on how deep you want to do. Then you get into because you want to show all of your ads in a very, very decent manner and you need to use data partners also. Right. So which is where uh, you want to add up, say, a MasterCard data, you want to add up travel data, which 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 actually accentuates whatever data that you have collected in your system into a further different levels of precision so that you get better conversion uh, rates coming in. So you will be investing more on the ad tech front over there. Yeah, right. your CRM yeah. will be more evolved in the sense of an after re- after uh, delivery model as well. So for an e-commerce player, uh, email will have the uh, platform like will uh, email would have multiple levels to it, which uh, engagement led platform might not have. Yeah, they will add up the entire ecosystem of uh, uh, Shopify over there, wherein uh, they will have e-commerce led transactions, conversations and data inflow backing by back coming in, retargeting. And all of these key engines will start talking to each other. So you saw both of them have the same ecosystem, but their uh, their priorities are different.
0: Yeah, engagement is
1: a different priority. Yes. Uh, And this was was
0: very well articulated, Preetam, because it gave us an understanding of the single view of the customer and how marketers can achieve the single view of the customer as well. Uh, You know, this this is very interesting. But uh, still this poses one of the problems of silos, right? So you have a siloed ecosystem where you have a... Uh, a different marketing cloud, a different uh, 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 you know first third-party management platform. You have a different platform for activation. You have a uh, different analytics platform and five or six platforms need to be uh, engineered to work together to give you uh, a, a single solution at the end of the day. Uh, you know uh, and uh, one of the reports of q4 digital trends report uh, 2020 states that 53% of the marketers believe that marketing silos is the biggest thing holding them back to improve uh, not just their roi roas but also customer experience management so how do you foresee uh, such an operations being unified and simplified and 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 scaling of marketing ops because uh, i mean uh, today digital marketing is a is a is a global uh, phenomenon uh, most uh, companies are spending anywhere upwards of 25% some are spending even 50% of their digital spe- uh, spends on digital total spends correct uh, right. ha- but yet it being a digital medium real time access to data reporting activation is still not there today you still i mean most clients i would like to believe still work uh, in a, uh, in a weekly reporting format uh, at at best, right? Uh, real-time data access that they would need for real-time decision making is not there. They're still dependent on their agency wrapping up a report and sharing it with them. And beyond that, it's also the problem of silos. So uh, where do you see an opportunity here or where do you and if it's not yet there, Uh, What do you see as the core pain point for marketers that needs to be solved if there is no solution?
1: Again, brilliant question Rajiv on this one. I'm I'm telling you this uh, this used to be a problem with me before I got into the entire technology sphere and having spent a considerable amount of time uh, on both the client side and the agency side in India uh, I can fairly tell you that a massive amount of time is built into uh, unifying all of these data sets into one Excel sheet, which is done by a single person who's hired on, on, on an agency level or on a brand level. So all of these data points get assimilated onto that Excel. So this has been happening uh, since last, I don't know how many years, and it was there till like fast five years back till I think technology started taking uh, uh, shape, uh, wherein uh, the we are living in very good uh, times, I'll tell you, Rajiv. So uh, anything that you want, you have technology backing it out. And the best thing about any of these technology is they all are in a way talking to each other and all of them can be pulled out of anywhere and plugged into your ecosystem just like that. But the best part of all of these things is, the most important aspect of all of these things is, to get a central engine room, what, what I call the central engine room, you need to invest the maximum on that particular aspect. Because that's right. where, which is which is like a warehouse of all your data sets, from different right. platforms, from different, all these areas, that's where all of your data is dumped. And, uh, worked upon and used in different medians activated all of these things are happening on that central engine that's the most important aspect it can be a CDP it can be a DMP it can be your CRM uh, which 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 can be evolved in a certain manner now if you are investing in that particular uh, that particular warehouse in a good manner do not ever uh be stingy on that aspect because that's where that so that's one aspect that will help you in getting the best out of all the other aspects within the martech stack or the ad tech stack. so that's the most important aspect is the central engine rule okay once you collect once you have that in place then you think about all of your other dimensions now all the other dimensions that come through Will you need to, as a marketer, you need to ensure that they talk to each other. Yeah. you talked about reporting. Reporting is what? Reporting is basically data from different sources, different platforms coming together in one single view. That's what a report does, right? That report gives some amount of, it actually caters to a certain objective. That objective might be a GM's objective who wants to see a bird's eye view it might be a digital marketer's uh, point of view which is to get deeper into it uh, from from an individual kpi angle and for a performance marketer who will go into each and every single cell over here to look at now when you are creating a data setup like this you need to ensure that it is easily operationable for each of these people and being user friendly in the same way. So which is when we say it needs to be simple, it's very easy to say simple, but to create a simple solution, it takes a whole lot of effort, a lot of complex thoughts needs to get into that, right? So which is where, Uh, our data flow has to be perfect and this this is the world when when we are talking about these walled gardens like facebook google wherein they don't want to share their data right because a facebook facebook is actually notorious on that aspect they will never share any kind of data onto any other system but we need solution that can work around that and that's where i think uh, uh, there are certain aspects uh both in uh, dashboarding or uh, data collection it can be a uh, google data studio it can be data roma it can be any other platform which are big in this thing and it it always boils down to one thing okay the the one thing is how are we defining our returns okay sure. because the returns will ensure how much money that we mm. can invest because you may not need an expansive solution which is expensive, also. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. you just need a certain solution that works for you that may not be as expensive and uh-huh. which will work brilliantly for you, even if it costs like half of it or one quarter of it. In the yeah. end, it should ensure that it's giving a view that is easily viewable by your MD, easily viewable by yourself, your director. And or right. or even the person was making the report.
0: That right. view has to be pitch perfect. That that sounds uh, uh, very very thought through, Pritam, and actually articulated very very well. So let me come to my final question. Uh, you know, looking at, ahead at this decade, it started with uh, uh, you know one of the most transformative events of the century—a uh, pandemic. And probably the digital uh, industry, any kind of digital industry, whether it's you know uh, 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 you know the cryptocurrency or uh, digital marketing or the data ecosystem, uh, everything has you know got a shot in the arm and and much more uh, with the pandemic. But looking at ahead at this decade, what are the major transformations you see for the marketing domain?
1: So one thing the pandemic has um, helped or actually you can say this can be a bad uh, influence also is it has hooked a lot of youngsters onto their screens yeah because of multiple reasons it it can be uh, i don't know i'll not talk about ethics over here in terms of okay uh, uh, if this is good or bad in their health nothing i will not talk about that i'm talking pure play user experience level right because this is the audience base which is going to become a consumer or a or a buyer in the next decade or so, sure. this user is hooked on screens right now. They are not okay. looking at TV. They are not looking at any other medium. They are not even. Uh, they are very much in hooked into this. Onto this. Onto this thing. And the first thing that is there. They are now. When I say hooked, they know what is a user interface. You will. You, I, I, if you have kids in your house uh, if you if they are seeing youtube on the phone on the on the on the tv when you are trying to stream it you will see there is a typical behavior that uh, toddlers nowadays uh, or kids nowadays show is they start swiping their hands correct yeah uh, swiping the screens just like that they do not know that a tv might be a uh, different from their ipads or their phones but okay. still they will be swiping around because they are used to this interface. The interface has changed totally for them, right? right. We were of the generation wherein we are looking for remotes to change Correct. the TV and things. So Correct. our user behavior is totally different from there. And they are they are naturalized into this entire system. So Correct. this is where the world will become. It will become more of a personalized experience. Right. He, that person, that small kid today who will become like a consumer in in two, three years, that person, we need to create websites, apps, experiences on the, on, on the laptops and iPads, on phones, such that that person can feel at home with that. Nowadays, all these websites are trying to build a balance between the users who are naturalized and the users who are born with it. Right? So Correct. it's we are not born with a website, uh, a, a very, uh, how do I put it, a, uh, a user friendly website which uh, turns around in different manners and gives me a very personalized uh, sense. I'm not very used to it because I'm an oldie. But right. a user, a new guy, he wants to see only those things which matter to her or him. They want to see shark. Uh, sh-
0: what is that? Uh, the sh- personalized, uh, personalized. Yeah, mind.
1: I'm just talking about all these videos like uh, sh- shark dance, that shark uh, song. Yes, that yes. There. so they want yeah. to see all these songs coming up. They don't want to. Uh, they are pretty much used to this swiping culture, right? So they don't want their experience to be hurt buy all of these things and this is what will change uh, going forward there is another thing that will change big time is all these marketing things that we talk about today in terms of cmi in terms of uh, sampling all these kind of things uh, not sampling but sampled data kind of things this will change because uh, with the end of uh, what do you call it the the the, the uh, cookie generation the right. new non-cookie environment what it will entail everyone is to start building their own uh database start creating a fan base for themselves that they can keep in interacting with and keep growing upon right so this is where no more i will not want uh uh a particular research agency coming to me and telling me that i have a panel data of three million people uh, three hundred thousand and i will keep your track of what the user behavior is changing i do not want that i have a million plus database that I, I talk to regularly and i'll keep a track of what is happening am i doing good are you looking at my brand the right way have you seen my brand in uh, like last 10 days or something all of these questions my database will answer for me so sure. this is something that will be, uh, become a big thing apart from the obvious that martech and adtech uh, actually give uh, as a promise to all of you all of us right so that's that's where it will make a lot of sense to start investing now if you haven't done it uh, it's like the best time to invest on technology was 2 years back now you are already late so you need to start building this right up as soon as possible get on to this thing you cannot spend only on media right now you need to spend on technology more then then your media
0: will actually get you better benefits so that's that's the underlying uh, thought of a uh, thought around it that that sounds uh, excellent rhythm uh, summarizing for our listeners don't just invest in media invest in your tech stack Build it out to bring results that you want from your marketing. Uh, Make sure you uh, uh, pick the right partners, integrate them correctly, uh, pick the right reporting structures, uh, as well as uh, look at how to build a single view of your customer so that you can engage with this customer on an ongoing basis. Uh, thank you so much, Pritam, for your time and your insights. This was extremely enlightening uh, and very detailed and articulate as well. Uh, thank you for being with us on Transformation Talks.
1: Pleasure was all mine, Rajiv. This was a really good uh, conversation. I'm glad. I'm. I'll just hope everybody gets some amount of inspiration from this and
0: jump onto the technology bandwagon as soon as possible. I'm sure they do. Thank you so much, Pita. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guy. Thanks for listening to the Transformation Talks podcast, hosted by Rajiv Dingra, founder and CEO of RDNX Network. Tune in next week for another interesting episode. oh, 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 oh